0: We're all gathered here today to listen to a dwarf cast by Ganymede and Titan. Start the tape, please, Holly.
1: Awoga, this those? is a dwarf cast.
0: Hello and welcome to the Ganymede and Titan Dwarf Cast commentary for Series 7, Episode 3, Auroboros Extended. In this instance, no less. I'm Ian Symes and joining me is my partner in crime in covering the shit episodes of Red Dwarf that no one else wants to do so we always end (laughs) up doing when everyone else has gone home is Danny Stevenson. (laughs) Hello. Who lives furthest away and so it's harder for him to escape. Yes. Uh, Yes, we are going to watch the extended version. We're watching it on the Blu-ray. Not that it makes much difference in this case. Uh, But if you want to watch the episode two, you should uh, plus play... Press play. Press play. You should press play when you hear these pips at the end of them. At the end of the pips. Space Corps Directive 501170810972 says all Dwarfers must listen to Dwarfcast. Uh, uh, Mr Rimmer, sir, I think you'll find... Shut up, Crichton, I'm right. Ah, yes, the familiar awful CG that accompanies this. But also, as this is the um, extended version, a few shots in the title sequence that are bizarrely not um, film-luckified. Oh, really? And I just presented as are. Um, There's one short scene in Tika that's like that. There's a scene, a shot of Crichton walking (laughs) across. Oh, I I don't think there's any in Ouroboros from memory, but let's look out. Um, Ouroboros, by the way, uh, was the 55th best episode of Red Dwarf, according to the Pearl Pole. Um, Number four out of the eight of series seven, so just top half. Mm. Um, It's always been one of my least favourite episodes of all time.
1: (laughs) It's weirdly, it's one of my favourites.
0: Yeah. Mm. Your um, Twitter handle and... It all, it, most of your email addresses and yeah, etc. Over the years,
1: my handle is sort of adopted. Arobarus as a thing. I'm not quite. It's, it's an absolute fucking nightmare to explain people over the phone what my email address is. And you presumably you might,
0: have to spell it out every time. Yeah,
1: it's the worst idea ever. But, I mean, it's <laughs> it's but it, there's something about the the circular nature of the beginning and end thing that just. obviously, it's you know it's something that existed before Red Dwarf. It's a mm. you know it's an existing thing, but I didn't know about it until this episode, and it just. No, it just it just kind of it just rang through with me a little bit and I kinda of like the idea. It doesn't, in, doesn't ruin yeah. anything for me this.
0: In fairness to it, it's on a dramatic level in terms of the story, the plot, uh, on an emotional scale. It's good. Yeah. I think it's a far better bit of drama than it is comedy. Um it's it's kind of in defence of, of series seven, which is not a phrase I've often used in my life. <laughs> Um, if you judge it by its own merits and what it's trying to do it does the job well a lot of the time I think so. it's just whether what it's trying to do is, is what you want from Red Dwarf um, and so if you think it's trying to be more of a comedy drama mm. uh, than its previous sitcom roots then it does the job very well in this episode I, but think I, so. ju- I just prefer it to be funny
1: yeah I think uh, yeah
0: in the extended version, the lack of laugh track doesn't help. No. It's one of those. This and duck soup in particular, more than Tika, seemingly, just goes to show the importance of that atmosphere. In Red Dwarf.
1: I think it's. I don't know. Would you have a tighter Would you make a tighter edit? Would yeah. That, would that would that make it better? I think it would,
0: because yeah, extended leaves in the gaps where the laughter should be. And so there's a lot of unnatural pauses, and it it feels stilted as a result. Yeah, trim those out and it might be a better prospect. Yeah,
1: it'd be interesting to see if that would actually help, if you just took the took the awkward pauses out.
0: We were talking about something else, but um, that baby in the box yes. is Alexander John Jules, who is yes. now an adult. And that's He's, weird.
1: Yeah, it just shows how long this episode is. How long ago? How long this episode is? <laughs> is. Well, this version as well. <laughs> it's even It so quick.
0: <laughs> yeah, this, without an audience laughing at it, this particular scene falls really flat. Yeah. Lister's costume, it kind of needs a bit of oomph behind it. A... Oh dear. <laughs> yeah. It's only when you look back and think about some of the older shows that you realise they've got some of the same problems as the newer ones as well. <laughs> yeah, well I think generally speaking over the years I'm a bit kinder to series seven now than I was before. Yeah. And I think the Dave era helps with that. That there's something better coming. Something better on its way. And yeah. now, yeah, it kind of outweighs the disappointment. That series seven was, <clears throat> although at the, at the time I was still just lapping up the fact that it was new Red Dwarf. I didn't yeah. really start thinking about it critically till later. But in my defence, I was only ten.
1: I think I this is one of the first series I like came out absolutely like as it came out. I think see. Yeah. I think I think it was a repeat of series six that I'd seen before. I hadn't seen it when it was first on. I think I'd seen a repeat before series seven had. Mm. kicked in because I remember them saying oh and Red Dwarf will be back next year after out of time and just thinking fucking a year that's ridiculous
0: <laughs> you think you had it tough waiting <laughs> yeah. for a year Fuck yeah <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> series 6 was the first one I watched so exactly. that, n- nothing that wibbly thing
1: it's quite a nice effect it's just, it just looks very strange
0: yeah I think some of those types of effects the space phenomena look better than much of the, the sort of spaceship based CGI yeah. I mean, there's chocolate and and the planets in. as well.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> is that one of the gags I did for Extended? I can't remember. Uh, no, I think that's <laughs> in the originals. So I don't think there's been much, if anything, so far, but there is a bit. This, a extra is scene, extra. Uh, this bit. Uh, yeah. There you go. Let's go
1: yes. straight to that then. So yeah, just that little mm.
0: extra bit there. Well, that was worth it. <laughs> it's <laughs> worth the price of the VHS.
1: <laughs> the edit. Oh, see that—that's what I'm about. That's the kind of stuff that bugs me. The wobbly. Stop it. Bug.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and this is normally the cut straight away. So this is now extended stuff. And yeah, the effect looks slightly
0: different. It yeah. looks like it's kind of less polished. Oop, you can oh tell. Dear. You Oop. can tell the noticeable Oop. difference in the shakiness. <laughs> and, and the it,
1: shakiness has stopped.
0: <laughs> yes everything's fine now. if I remember correctly there's an extra bit added here as well but then I always get confused about what's there and what's in the script because oh, okay. um, yeah obviously with series 7 we have some of the scripts you may be able to hear me typing as I bring up an article <laughs> that I really should have done before and yes, in this, in the draft of *A I remember now. <laughs> um, there is a, is a big, there's so much more with um, Kachansky in the past, right? Uh, showing how the realities diverged, and the, <coughs> and you, you, you sort of meet a lot more of her. Hollister was going to come back. Really, originally it was going to be. You'd sort of after she takes the cat and walks off, we were gonna see um, her get caught in the in sort ah, of a okay. mirror of the end, and have a, have Captain Hollis to bring her in and ask her about it, and she would sort of feign insanity to try and get out of it. Here's the implication being that because she spent so long in um, her VR, what is it, an AR school, yeah. virtual school, cyber school, yeah. cyber that's school. That's yeah, that it really messed her up and made her maladjusted and, like, just weird. Yeah. And none of that (laughs) translated at all. It's like, I don't think that that's a particularly great idea for a way to take the character of Kachansky to just have her randomly shout things and be a bit weird and wacky because she's but, meant to
1: be quite a stable person, being a navigation officer. You yeah. Kind
0: of want, you know, <laughs> for her to just, all of a sudden to just, you know... It seemed like an attempt, an abandoned attempt, in fairness. Well, yeah, that's good. Um, an abandoned attempt to inject more comedy into the role, because but with none of that there, there wasn't really anything else to replace it. She is fairly comedy-free as a sitcom character. Quite straight-laced. Very straight, and, oh, yeah, always the straight person in the dynamic And then Chris Barry making his cameo. Oh, well, he's yeah. essentially just a cameo appearance. Oh,
1: that's cool, yeah. Oh, this is straight after Stoke, isn't it? So yeah. basically, yeah, this is... He's
0: gone forever, and here he is. <clears throat> but in a really weird uniform as well that was never seen yeah. elsewhere other we, than this.
1: But this is because this is a, an alternate universe, then I thought there's going to be other differences, so... Uh,
0: I suppose. This is but the... then, in which case, this isn't the point that the universe is diverged.
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to make it easy. <laughs> I think it's just. Yeah, I think it's just that. Just... No,
0: the JMC introduced a new uniform temporarily, and by the time the end came around, they changed to the grey ones. That's it. It wasn't popular. The day before. It's too blue. Everything <laughs> blue. Too
1: blue. Baby, I love you.
0: <laughs> Everything is blue. He's wearing a blue jumpsuit over a. Blue shirt and a blue tie. And these lockers did turn up again in blue.
1: Yeah. These are the same ones that she's yeah. yeah.
0: But these don't have numbers on them. No, they don't. I mean, they should. There's no way of identifying which locker is yours. It's a terrible idea. <laughs> Said anything for a while. <laughs> I'm just watching. It's been a while. Is this is the problem sometimes when like we do. We're, I'm less familiar with um, certain episodes, and it seems like over the years, *A Rob rush was one that I didn't particularly feel the need to come back to a lot. Yeah. Because by the time series seven came out, I'd already got, I'd already taped all the others off the telly <laughs> during the 1994 repeat run. And so it was I think it was because initially not because of the quality but because series seven was longer than all the others. Yeah. I didn't I didn't watch it as often. And then later, because of the quality, I realised. <clears throat> that cat not be dead now. Oh. <laughs> it was over twenty years ago. <laughs> and yet it's so small and cute.
1: Oh. Mortalized event. And that is a Tiger Electronics Lights Out puzzle game. What? That, that thing that she presses. That is basically the when you turn the lights pad. out on. Yeah. When you turn it on, that's what it does. exactly the same noise it makes. If it does that little... Did 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 ah. did, and it does a little X like a cross when it's done. And that's before you press start to play the game. Excellent. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so what they've done is they've taken one of them. They haven't even
1: done anything with the sound effects. They've just used it and just turned it on.
0: <laughs> that's literally what they did. They've taken a, a child's toy... <laughs> And they've super glued it to a microwave. That's literally what they did. And that's your disintegrator.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it's like even as a child, it was it was very obvious that that was a microwave. Yeah. <laughs> Which you know, you probably it probably would do a lot of harm to a cat if you put it in the microwave.
1: What disintegrator? <laughs> well, a,
0: as a, a disintegrator would yes, but also just a microwave. Oh, yeah. So don't do that at home. Don't don't kids. put
1: animals in microwaves.
0: Unless you're Hail and Pace. That's a reference for the youngsters,
1: <laughs> it really annoys me that he's got shaving cream still in his ears. Deaf. <laughs> you won't be able to hear anything if uh, you drag your mental. It'll be fizzy. Oh,
0: this is an extended bit with Kaczynski's. Oh no, maybe not. No, this is still this is still <laughs> the same. This is how unfamiliar I am with this. But there is more dialogue from uh, Kachansky's crew at some
1: point. Yeah. There? I think it's during the, the cargo hold stuff when they when they deliver some stuff in. Because they're like, he's saying no oh, and well, no. Like, he's basically chiding Lister on his diet. Yeah. There's a bit of a square. There you
0: go. I'd rather be standing a bit closer. It's an extra joke, isn't <laughs> it? It's quite a good it's one. a good joke. <laughs>
1: Maybe it was deemed too rude.
0: It just needs your contribution, is a phrase that is often used uh, in the GT email threads when we're collaborating on articles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it just needs your <laughs>
1: contribution.
0: And someone needs to put in a picture or do something. <clears throat> action sequence it's stunts and everything yeah thanks for that cut we wouldn't have been able to tell that in the <laughs> this would really fucking
1: hurt I just it's the, idea, like the floss is fine but like ripping around these things basically just oh, oh. Me, I've got a problem with teeth <laughs> teeth and joint like ankles and, and like anything like that It just oh
0: it's and it's Oh, God. She weighs more than his teeth. It's just like <laughs> right? I... all that would happen there is all his teeth would fall down the hole as well. <laughs> oh, dear. That child's tunnel toy has been <laughs> disintegrated. This not
1: always remind me of a slinky. ah
0: this, is, this is an extra bit and it's an important omission because uh as he as Kat looks over kachansky he coins the nickname officer uh, yeah. bud babe uh but that ends up getting cut and so later in the episode as a callback he calls it officer bb before he calls it officer bud babe oh right <laughs> Uh, it's only because he late he calls a bud babe in later episodes that you. Get. Oh, I didn't realize that it was that was yeah. a
1: continuity problem.
0: No, uh, this isn't okay, from Lister's perspective. <laughs> but uh, yeah, probably best not get too. Yeah. Deep about this particular.
1: <laughs> she does bollock him. So yeah. <laughs> it's not like as if it's left alone. It's like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. She does that. She just. You you, you, would, get you would take advantage of a woman who's half insensible. Like they yeah. acknowledge the fact that it's wrong. Yeah. They have their cake and kiss it. And this is the start of Crichton. <laughs> yes, I mean, this is. <laughs> oh, I think it's. I. I don't know. We, we still use this term. Oh, my mum really still does it all the time. She still. When. You know. Which thinks we been into insidious, she will actually just gently shout, "You're lying." <laughs> so it's nice that it's there's that there's that still there. <laughs> uh,
0: it's good to get some sort of positive from that whole thing.
1: It's just the whininess; I can't deal with it. Yeah, that's and killing this, up. Yeah. Yeah, there's, Insley
0: Harry, no Stephen Wickham. Stephen Wickham, <laughs> same thing. It's so easy to get those two dudes mixed up. <laughs> Uh Yeah, interestingly, that was the last commentary we did. It was yeah. several months ago. <laughs> yes, it wasn't at all. It was two definitely days several ago. months ago.
1: It was not. It was
0: not two days ago. I don't know why we just don't. Really and this is when those. they
1: forget the fucking Gelsen. Yes, as I believe doesn't... I alluded
0: to in the previous commentary, C-
1: a couple of months ago. Yeah, <laughs> I'm
0: surprised I've remembered that it was so long ago. That uh, yeah the the joke was that it was just the name that was ek, ek, ek. Yeah. and now everything is ekhechek ek, ek. more exaggerated uh, so it was a real relief in series eleven I remember when um, Hente oh, yeah. appeared <laughs> oh yeah and he spoke properly like oh, a the begs
1: the begs as well the begs were the
0: begs spoke English.
1: Oh yeah, English boarding school. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> which was also Stephen. Wickham. It was yeah, but they actually used the proper language on that. But it wasn't yeah, just, it wasn't just. Yeah, a, it wasn't just. Eh, eh, eh. Yeah.
0: <coughs> so it's just it's just a this brief transgression. Oh, every time Starbug is in. It's not motion blur.
1: It's not even that. It's yeah. like just a, just like an echo effect. Ah,
0: however, a... ah, one of the few actual model shots, uh, yeah. model sequences of the series. Because uh, they made the model sequences in advance. Virtually all the scripts then got changed yeah. and a lot of the model sequences were unusable. This yeah. was one of the bits that remained. And and that's it. That's one that <laughs> Yeah. Is one of the standout effect sequences of the series, but sadly it's over in about 30 seconds. <laughs> That's
1: it. There's yeah. no more problem with gals now. Done, dusted. <laughs> Goodbye, gals. <laughs> There's only one of them.
0: There's the fatal problem. And yeah, here's the scene. The scene that is probably the reason why I hold a Ouroboros in such low regard and think it's perhaps unjustly in the top four <laughs> of the series. Because it's it's not just bad in itself, this scene, (laughs) Crichton's You're Lying, but it sets the tone uh, that took, (sighs) the the character just fundamentally changed at this point and it's only extreme for a short amount of time. Like, it's only really till the end of this series that he continues to do the high-pitched squeaky thing really frequently.
1: We get a little bit of it in Back to Earth as well. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's what I'm, that's what I was saying that it's, it's a defining characteristic for the rest of series seven. Yeah. Uh, and then in series eight, it's alluded to, and it happens occasionally. It happens again in back to earth kind of as a back reference in a way. That's true. Um, not so much in the full Dave series, but it's, I don't know. It's, it's, it's (laughs) kind of there. It's in his locker. Yeah. And we know that he's capable of being like this. And, um, yeah, I kind of hold a robberous responsible for starting all <laughs> off. for starting it all off. because <laughs> it's a, a negative change to one of the best characters in sitcom history.
1: Yeah, I'm afraid I can't explain this one away. So. <laughs> yeah, it's just I have no fucking answers for you.
0: No, and it's um, it's annoying as well because it feel it feels harsh because it's clearly something that Robert enjoys doing. Yeah, it's because funny he, to, he often likes, comes yeah. back to it when he's doing Q and As or appearances or whatever. Yeah, um, and he slips into doing a bit of Crichton as I he mean, often does it mean, it,
1: And the thing is, when he does it at DJ stuff, it doesn't feel like oh, he's doing that thing. It's actually quite funny when he's yeah. on the stage. It's when it's part of an episode. It's just like oh no, that's the thing we don't want. Yeah, don't want in that the context
0: ticket. of the story and yeah, the yeah. and the way that it affects other characters. <laughs> Puts Lister on the defense. Makes Lister the straight man, which he, he kind of has to be some of the time, but meh.
1: Oh, there's a there's a line in here that took me f- thirty four years to realize what means
0: well that's good because the episode is only 21 years old well
1: alright well it took me longer to understand it than it <laughs> was existing there we go Hospital Corners right I didn't know what that meant I thought Hospital Corners was you and me best mates Hospital Corners <laughs> I didn't realise Hospital Corners was a type of folding <laughs> you thought it was a I thought it was just like, like I thought it was like th- it was like uh, rhyming slang for buddies. something I yeah it was I thought song. it was because he often uses like rhyming slang <laughs> and I thought Hospital Corners was like you and me mate you yeah, know Hospital Corners best mates <laughs> <laughs> it's like no it's fucking types of fucking shit it's for folding a fucking sheet so yeah <laughs> that's, that's... I do that quite a lot I kind of take things at surface level and not really really deep and oh, then actually look into it and realise I'm actually horrendously wrong
0: mate if you're in hospital <coughs> I'd be in the corner
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah I'd be in the corner me and you <laughs> now I want that to mean that <laughs> so I'm on a mission you heard it here first this is an interesting
0: bit of continuity here yeah um that uh, when Crichton mentions the Nova 5, Lister says you killed the crew, Crichton. Yeah. Uh, which, up to this point, had never been established in the TV series. It had only been in the books. That's true. Um, because as far as anyone's aware, in Crichton, it was just... You know, they died of old age. Yeah. Like the S. Augustus. Is the, yeah. <laughs> uh, which I think they kind of did to some extent, like, but it was established in... Infinity, that it was Crichton that caused the crash in the first place, no, regardless of how people died.
1: That's right, he cleaned clean the computers, didn't he? Yes. <laughs>
0: uh, but yeah, that had never been mentioned in the TV series before, but now it's canon in both.
1: I would love to see a flashback to the Nova Fire. Hmm. No, we really well, like we
0: thought it. at some point that we might be getting that in Series 11, when Oh yeah. we the, saw...
1: The crisis was the yeah. Nova 3, wasn't it? It was the Nova 3 in oh. the end.
0: But I remember there being a shot in the trailer and I was like, that looks a lot like the Nova 5. <laughs> <laughs> Which was deliberate. Like
1: going back to Crichton's old home. Yeah. Or finding it again somehow.
0: Yeah, I don't know what. Unless they say going back to get the... What are they called? The drives that they have in the novel? I wanted to say Infinite Impossibility Drive but they I'm thinking entirely.
1: Oh, uh, it's the one that, yeah, uh, sorry. Oh, that's going to be rubbish because I can't remember what that's the called.
0: The jumpy, hoppy, thingy yeah. drives.
1: Yeah.
0: We're so good at this.
1: Yeah. Proper fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ones that they need to use the, yeah, because it's like a isotope They need to power it in it. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uranium 233. I remember that somehow. Yeah. <laughs> Crotan's funny walk in this is funny, <laughs> there's two things about that. One, that's not how he walks. He's never walked like that before. But also, is that he describes in uh, the Man in the Rubber Mask doing a funny walk in his audition for Red Dwarf when he first met Rob and Doug. Yep. But he decided not to use it in the in the in the series because. Uh, he didn't realise until after Doug had stood up and walked off that Doug, uh, who has a false leg, has a similar walk to the one that he was doing. Yeah. But I don't know if that's the same one because that is significantly different.
1: I mean, I mean, yeah, he's kind of walked like that in like a in in other episodes when he's you know that kind of really ridiculous and jerky motion, especially in the earlier series, I think. Mm. Um, and I remember that not making sense in the extended in the original version because he had six glasses mm. and yet there was no mention of the crew being there so yes. he says go find the others I was like there's another Lister not there <laughs> yeah Lister's going to have four it's like, like he's going to go give some drinks to the Scutters <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh there uh, but yeah that whole bit with cat, the cat and um, and all that that was it. just extended mm. they shot more with the other crew there's extended bits in this speech as well This is longer than the broadcast version. And I think I'm right in saying that there was even more in the original script. And I've just remembered that I have that article open.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Scroll. You can always park nearer than you think. Don't go to Sweden. No, don't avoid that. Don't do go to Sweden. It's
0: brilliant. Yeah, in this... um, In the early draft uh, Crichton doesn't interrupt them as they're about to kiss Oh really? Uh, But they don't actually kiss they just hug and then Crichton turns up and looks sad so the the bit of him interrupting them is an extra was added in a later draft I think this chat is new Very extended, isn't it?
1: This bit in particular, no. But the bit before, when he was talking about what life lessons, so bad at
0: this.
1: (laughs) But there's a lot. I mean, obviously, you know, this is this is going back to something that happened that was mentioned in series three, Hmm. and has never. Yeah, and it's just like there's always been a thing about him being, you know, found under a pool table and stuff, and the fact they've actually made it. And kind of recon, well, not retconned but they've kind of made it. You know, it all still makes sense. It's it's quite bold <laughs> to do, <Yeah. laughs> and 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 have it. You know, unless it was never going to have normal. You know, there's never going to have normal parents. Yes, have. yeah. I mean,
0: uh, yeah. We might as well talk about it because they're about to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, here's the rubberous box. It. I don't know if it makes any scientific or genetic sense whatsoever. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, uh, yeah. He'd be horribly deformed.
1: <laughs> well, it, it, it's oh, this this kind of melts my brain a little bit because it's a little bit like the the bootstrap paradox of yeah. You know, there isn't there isn't a start to it. Where did there, it start? There isn't a start to it. It's like Rufus in Bill and Ted. There's no start to all that.
0: Yeah.
1: And I remember emailing Andrew about the Robbers logo because I was going to take it to a tattoo that I was going to get, and I still haven't done it. <laughs> so apologies, <laughs> but never actually following through my. But,
0: yeah, him being his own father, for, uh, ignoring the practicalities of such a thing. Yeah, I think it's it's fairly. I I'm don't I don't have a problem with it. I don't think. No. On a sort of emotional level, or character level. I mean, it does mean that he's had sex with his mother.
1: Um. Yeah.
0: That's just kind of occurred to me. Hmm. Which isn't ideal.
1: No, but they do, but then, but on the back of this, then Fathers and Sons happens. Yes. Which is an exploration of that idea that you are your own dad and how does that, what does that do? So there's, you know.
0: Yeah, that is, obviously, I have uh, my issues with Fathers and Sons as well, but they are nothing to do with the main plot of it, which I think is some of the most.
1: It's nothing to do with this plot point. No. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, Taiwan Tony aside, the rest of Fathers and Sons is uh, some of the best new dwarf me mm, I agree. Um, with pre and with the great double Lister scene which I think I put when I did a high and low I think I put that as my favourite scene of the series mm. of the conversation between Lister and himself as his dad I think that was a, a good use of um, having a slightly older Lister as well Yeah, I don't think him being the father might n- not necessarily have worked at this stage but this episode allowed Fathers and Sons to do it. So one of the reasons I've kind of mellowed on it over the years is that, A, I, I keep forgetting that Your Lied scene exists. I keep blocking it, and so it's only when I watch it that I realise I hate it. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it does <coughs> interesting things. Even if you don't agree with all of them, it does interesting things. It works as a piece of drama to some extent. And it now fits into a bigger hole. Yeah. Um now that Red Dwarf has continued and there's more of it. And this bit's funny.
1: Yeah, this bit. The the the, the sort of punchline of this is, yeah. is is excellent.
0: Now is this I mean it's just stopped just as I was about to mention it, was the music library in this.
1: Uh yeah. yes, yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> It's a shame you can see the,
0: the padding that yeah, it goes into. Uh, well, it's either that or it's, it's gouged this... out a huge amount of her flesh. <laughs> it's this bit. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Nicely done by Robert in particular as well. Yeah. what's that drink is that vimto that he's got
1: I don't know that
0: would be a nice bit of continuity (laughs) Kaczynski just loves vimto no matter what age It looks a bit too red to be vimto it's probably your own (laughs) or just your own I don't really get this ending is Creighton amused just because he can see her pants or is he amused by her pants
1: I don't know I think he's just, yeah I don't know there's something
0: weird going on <laughs> and why did it take 18 months what for him to like to because it's an, it's a not a nine month old
1: baby this But I mean, it could be any amount of time oh no 18 months later in their time yeah. yeah. And I'd so like
0: uh, is this the last time they use the time drive? Uh, oh God. I yes. think so. God yeah. It's an incredibly useful thing that they can now use to go anywhere and anywhere with incredible precision and accuracy. And never use it again. And never use it again. Now that they've successfully used it once,
1: and maybe that was the reason. It was like maybe that point. One there last bit. It's like the oh, that's the reason we got the time driver, so Ooh. I can do that. Like that, that would was...
0: imply some sort of well, it would imply the universe is a sentient being. <laughs>
1: well, it is. Yeah. In
0: the Red <laughs> Dwarf universe.
1: It sounds like Morgan Freeman. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so, uh, oh, yeah. So that was series seven.
1: Yeah. Well, not all of it. Not all There's of it. There's a bit of it. And, uh yeah. Like I said, I still don't, I, I still kind of, I don't hate the episode. It's just got bits in it that, you know, I don't know. I don't think it's the best, but it's certainly not the worst. And I've, you've, you've just got to applaud Doug for trying something quite bold mm. and introducing quite a, quite a, you know, major, um, sort of character trait for Lister. Yeah. Um, and something that kind of really does affect literally his entire life.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's a it is bold. Um I don't think it does everything that it sets out to do successfully. Mm. But it does do some of it successfully. And I would take this over uh a duct soup, which isn't trying to do the same complicated dramatic things. Yeah. Uh, and instead is just relying on its comedy, and its comedy is poor. Mm. So I would take the a the effort of trying something different and the and b the partial success thereof yeah um yeah I would a rubberus is probably one of the better ones overall of uh, of series 7 uh it's just it's not as funny yeah um although ah, here's something that we forgot to mention that was um a detail in the early draft script um, analysis of which is still available on, uh, on Ganymede.tv. Uh, search for Red Dwarf 7, the early drafts, and we go through every episode uh, of Series 7, uh, early drafts of the scripts, and, and highlight the differences. Uh, there was a bit that was cut out at script stage um, from early in the episode, as they're kind of examining the uh, the portal thing, yeah, the, the temporal membrane. And Lister suggests it's a weird one is Crichton asks if anyone's got any theories and Lister has a theory which is the exact opposite of the dynamic best <laughs> but, guess <laughs> yeah Is like, in, in um Twentica it lampshades the fact that Crichton's the one that's always got the theories Rimmer takes the piss out of him for that's it. True, yeah. but here Crichton asks if anyone's got any theories and Lister says maybe we weakened the dimensional membrane when we created the new timeline for President Kennedy so actually a neat bit of continuity tie in that was thought of is clearly on Doug's mind when this was written.
1: Yeah. Which sort of which sort of suggests that Doug's had more of a mind for having an arc across a longer you know, we always yeah. think like we always think that there's no arcs in Red Dwarf, but you know, Series six has a tenuous arc in that the Red Dwarf isn't there and they're looking for it. That's yeah. literally the arc. And then Series eight has the Which arguably
0: doesn't, yeah, concludes with Nanaki in yeah. series seven.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so all well, all the way from sirens all the way up to Nanaki, Nanaki there's a whole thing going on there.
0: Eight was intended <clears throat> to have an, you know, a finite end to the prison situation. In fact, to the show itself yeah. with Earth. Yeah, that was always like the them being in prison was was always going to be, I think, resolved in some way. Yeah. That wasn't I mean, going to be a permanent new status quo.
1: You can even argue that Nanarchy feeds into back well, it does feed yeah. into the back and red part one. So the theory, this thread goes from six all the way through eight. Mm. Um, so, but yeah, it's interesting that you know, obviously Doug's trying to to tie the episodes together in yeah. some way, and
0: then cuts it out by the time it gets to because <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's because it,
1: ultimately it doesn't need to be necessary, but it's nice that you know there was, there was evidence of the fact that they were trying to tie it all together. Yeah. In the same way that Trojan keeps getting mentioned throughout. Yes. And even in... I think Trojan's mentioned in series 12. Yeah. As well a callback all the way to, back.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Which we covered in the uh, last Dwarfcast. We did. Yeah. So yeah, robberus, It's alright. <laughs> Is the conclusion. It's fine. Uh, it's, it does some things successfully, but not all of them. For example, having decent special effects or not having Crichton turn into a massive whining git or not having uh, one of your lead characters sexually assaulting a concussed woman <laughs> or having one of your lead characters discover that he's just fucked his mum so it's a mixed bag I'd say <laughs> but other than that other than that it's just nitpicking at
1: the stage
0: <laughs> it's alright uh, so there we are uh, we are slightly underwhelmed as you probably are having listened to all of this sorry Uh, But, uh, nevertheless, thank you for listening and uh, we shall return again with more Dwarfcasts in due course. But until then...
1: Ed bye, everybody. Ed bye. Thank you for listening to G&T Dwarfcasts and we hope sometime in the future you'll decide to listen to our Dwarfcasts again. Have a safe onward journey. Goodbye.